good evening and thank you for joining the Voice of Many podcast with your host, Yolanda, and co-host, Vanessa. Our guest today is Ms. Genesis, Genesis Kemp. Um, she is a creative content writer. She's an author, self-development uh, advocate. She is a woman who said one day, enough is enough. It is time for a change. And she made the decision to do just that. Um, she stepped out of her comfort zone and she is a powerhouse in her own creative way with energy to go along with that. Welcome to our show, Ms. Genesis Kemp. How are you? I am doing well, Yolanda, and thank you and Vanessa for having me here today. Oh, it's a privilege to have you and we are looking forward to jumping into some great conversation with you today. Um, and um, for those listening and those watching, we're actually going to be speaking on how um, to increase your faith. And that's what um, Ms. Kemp is gonna bring to us today. And so first of all, what led you or what happened to make you step out of your comfort zone? Ooh, this is a loaded question. So definitely going through life in general. So um, in high school, I was a victim of bullying. So I went through a depression, went through a period of the dark season where I tell people it was my pit experience. And then from there, you know, both of my parents were very religious and spiritual and they kept just pouring back into me what the word of God says about me and who I am and my value until I got out of that pit. So that was the first one. And then the second one was just workplace hostility mm -hmm. and just being in a work setting where there's not a lot of people that look like you, but you have to play the game to fit in without compromising your morals and your values to getting ahead and um, the, the lack thereof for diversity, equity, and inclusion when you're in the good old boys club, the white male club, such as oil and gas, sometimes mm -hmm. the pressures can weigh in on you because you're constantly striving to be the best and, you know, stay ahead of the curve because you know that you're the only one on your team and you don't want to do something because then they can say, see, we tried it with that one. Now look what happened. And mm. then they stop, you know, having other men and women that begin to look like you, you know? Yeah. So that definitely encouraged me to increase my faith and definitely, you know, rely on God because at the end of the day, the job is not your source. God is your source because he mm -hmm. wakes you up every morning. He provides for you what you need. He gives you that um, spiritual discernment. It's that still small voice inside of you. And I wouldn't be the woman that I am today without um, God in my life or having a spiritual upbringing that my parents did instill in me. Yes. And, and me coming from the older generation. Yes. And it's great hearing it come from you, the younger, um, to let um, other men and women know, younger men and women know that the struggle is real but you have to have faith and know who you are and whose you are in your everyday walk. And knowing whose you are um, and having that faith, building that relationship allows you to be able to make it through. 
And there's really no other way because sometimes whenever you go to that coworker who you think you can talk to, that's going to be the first person that's going to tell all of your business. So you really have to learn to lean and rely and trust in God and, and wait and depend on him in a way that, lean and depend on him in a way that you never have before because the journey is real. The skin tone is real and the journeys that we have to face being the, the color that we are. And people have a tendency to forget that it's just the outside of us that is different. We're all the same on the inside and we all have our faults. We all have our learning process and we all have our success, but it's just in how we learn to accept each other as who we are. And, and you know, that's really, really important. So in saying that, I know you pointed, you hit it just a little bit, why faith is so important to you. Um, can you, and I know you hit on it just a little bit, can you just reemphasize why faith is so important? So faith is my saving grace. Faith is the foundation. It's one of the pillars because um, one thing that always stays true with me is if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed mm -hmm. you can move mountains and whenever I feel like life is coming at me and I'm facing challenges I think about the mustard seed and I think how tiny that mustard seed is and it says if your faith is that tiny you can move mountains so imagine if I just keep on putting in my faith juices and mm -hmm. gassing up myself how much more I can move besides mountains and I feel like, you know, God is never going to put me in a situation that he can't bring me out of and bring me through. And I love using the analogy of the word breakthrough. It breaks you, but you make it through. And when you make it through, then you have your testimony, but your testimony wouldn't have been there without the test, just like the message wouldn't have been there without the mess. So sometimes you have to go through those hard seasons in life to really test your faith, but also strengthen your faith. And whenever you test and strengthen your faith, you begin to see why faith is so important to you and you gain a new vantage point and perspective. And then you begin to heighten your faith because sometimes people could say faith without works is dead, but are you working your faith? Are you walking it out? Because we can ask all day long for God to deliver us from something. But if we're not taking the necessary steps to go through a pruning process and maybe separating ourselves from certain people in our lives or walking away from those hard things that may be strongholds and those limiting beliefs and barriers, can we really say that we're truly trusting faith and trusting Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider? Can we really say that? Because if so, then we're just having that faux faith in, instead of that real fire-filled faith. That's true. So for those who have no clue where to start, even though you gave some um, great examples, mm -hmm. how can they increase their faith? So I would encourage someone, just like you have the faith that putting gas in your car is going to get you mm -hmm. from point A mm -hmm. to point B, you have the faith that whenever you close your eyes at night, you're going to wake up and see 
you know, another day, why can't you have faith in a supernatural being knowing that just like he created you, he's sovereign to lead you through where you're going to go. So I would challenge that person to do the inner work to see, okay, what, who am I? What is my mission? What is my purpose? And what is the higher being that puts that hedge of protection around me? And when you start to ask yourself those questions that go beyond a surface level, then I think you find more clarity and you're able to focus on faith. Another thing that I encourage people to do is pick up, you know, the Bible. And some people break it down as the basic instructions before leaving earth. And if you have questions around faith, you could read, start reading that or there is a good app, the Version Bible app. There's various translations with NLT, NIV, Amplified, the message, where there's different Bible plans that you could study what faith is and what faith means to you. For those who are just now tapping into it, I feel like you need to go get the resources, but also get mm -hmm. credible resources so you can begin to ask yourself those questions and then find someone who is already in a faith-specific journey, like an elder, a minister, or someone that you really trust and ask them the questions like, can you tell me what your faith journey looks like? What are some of your faith actions? Can you kind of be a mentor or a accountability partner to do life with? And that's why some some churches have small groups, others have life groups where you do mm -hmm. life with people because we're all at different stages in our life. But those are some of the tips and tricks that I would share. Great. Well, Ms. Kemp, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been an honor and a pleasure having you. Thank you. Oh, man, time. It, it's over already? I'm like just getting fired <laughs> up. Just kidding. Like I said, we'll get back together. We'll definitely get back together. <laughs> oh, well, we have even longer, you know, because mm -hmm. um, there's so much to talk about um, mm -hmm. from both perspectives. Um, and I thank you for being a younger advocate. I get to say the word younger. Um, and I'm going to say season for myself. Um to be able to show listeners and, and to give them um, a different perspective on how to look at this journey that we're going through um, and to be able to grow from it, but also be able to blossom. Like you said, we need to blossom. You know, it's time to stop staying stagnant. We need to blossom and grow. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are watching or listening, please don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. And please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button as we don't want you to miss get help on any of our great guests, our great topics. And we want to thank you all for tuning in and we will talk to you all later. Mm -hmm.